when you are expected to agree with a liberal progressive, and they find out that you fundamentally don't, they will not give you the same courtesy to express your full view. Dr. Bausham handles this guy well. Notice how Dr. Bausham did raise his voice, and pushed back against this TYT commentator. When we, Christians, are challenged we need to push back. Dr. Bausham pushed back, but did not react out of anger. He stayed cool, direct, and concise. Dr. Bausham, once again, demonstrates cool under pressure. His views were expressed and clarified. Christians can learn a great deal from this interaction. Our next guest is actually no stranger uh, in Christian evangelical circles uh, and has a significant following. Uh, his name is Dr. Vodi Bakum, Dean of Theology, has an extensive educational background, including postgraduate uh, study at the University of Oxford, England. Uh, Doc, thank you for being on the program. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate your time. You know, you're kind of a mixed bag to me. You may not be a mixed bag to yourself, uh, but you are in a- <laughs> I'm circle. a mixed bag to most people. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're in a circle of Christian evangelicals, but you also said some things that were quite contrary to Donald Trump. You called him an immoral leader, uh, which as you know, many of your colleagues in the Christian evangelical faith, uh, they kind of dismiss, not kind of, they did dismiss uh, morality as a prerequisite uh, to leadership as it relates to uh, former President Donald Trump. But there are some things that I would like to discuss with you on the record. Uh, let's start with the social justice movement. I believe that church should be a place that expresses and transforms policy because of its value system. What are your thoughts about the Black Lives Matter movement? Um, wow, well, that's two very different things. The Black Lives Matter movement is very anti-church, it's very anti-Christian. It's a Marxist organization that was started explicitly as a Marxist organization that had openly anti-family and openly anti-Christian sentiments. Those sentiments had to be removed from their website because people found out about them. So if you're asking me about faith and Black Lives Matter, I would say that the two are mutually exclusive, especially from a Christian perspective. Okay, let me put it to you this way, because I think what you're doing is connecting an organizational structure to the movement structure. And here's where I bring them back together. There's a movement to emphasize black lives. And that doesn't mean those individuals are part of the organization Black Lives Matter. And there are some definite positives that Black Lives Matter, they've been able to work and negotiate with various governments around the country. You mean in order to enrich themselves personally? Well, let's go ahead and get into it, brother, <laughs> since you posed the question. In Minneapolis, it was actually Black Lives Matter, the organization, who brought the attention to the murder of George Floyd. Uh, they Actually, not only it was the brought, video that did that. Well, sir, they, remember they didn't do that. The video well, did that. There was no well, need brother, for them to do it because the video brother, was Give out me there. a moment, brother. If I was Absolutely. if I was a guest on your show, sir, I would be respectful. We only have a certain amount of time. Um, not only did they bring in the organizers to help with the creation of protests and rallies and marches, they also negotiated with officials, including the mayor of Minneapolis. Uh, they, they're the ones who contacted Benjamin Crump directly. I'm friends with Benjamin Crump. They did something very similar in the city of Atlanta. They negotiated a new plan for policing in the city of Atlanta by meeting with Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. They did something similar in Miami, LA, and also New York. That was the organization. Now the organization, they typically would take a step back 
once the public gets involved and you saw white women, white men, children, brown folks, black folks are marching in agreement that black lives should matter. So let's talk about the social justice movement of black lives matter. If Jesus was here, do you think he would say black lives matter? Well, if Jesus was here, he would say lives matter. I know for example, if Jesus was here, he would say that the black lives that are being obliterated in the womb matter. And as a Christian, I believe that lives matter from the moment of conception all the way to their moment of natural death. And so I'm absolutely committed to lives mattering. But I will not be held captive by an organization that has used that terminology in order to back people into a corner and cause them to live with this cognitive dissonance (laughs) between the organization that again is antithetical to biblical Christianity and the idea that people regardless of who they are and where they come from matter. I'm a Christian, I believe people are made in the image of God and have inherent dignity, worth and value. Let me go to a statement you made about Jesus would say all lives matter. Um, Remember the parable of the sheep, brother? Actually, I said Jesus would say lives matter. Do you remember the parable of the sheep? If I listen, you 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 corrected me earlier for interrupting you. I'm gonna correct you now for misquoting me. I said Brother, Jesus did lives. Okay, that's fine. Matter. That that's a distinction that doesn't make a difference. My question to you was, would he say Black Lives Matter? And you did not agree that he would say Black Lives Matter. That was the genesis of my question. So my second question to you is, do you remember the parable of the sheep? Yes, You're a theologian. Yes. In that parable. Jesus talks about walking 100 sheep and then one goes astray. The parable goes that the 99 are stopped and attention or emphasis is placed only on the one. While we know through just a sense of humanity that all of the sheep technically matter. It's the sheep that has been put in this ditch that the shepherd stops everything, pauses everything to pay attention to that one. You see, I believe Jesus would have said black lives matter because if you go to a community brother and you're looking at the deprivation in that community, there's an emphasis that needs to be placed on making sure we have economic equity making sure that we have social access, making sure that we have reforms in policing and criminal justice, because those are the biases that we've been living under. So that would be the sheep in the ditch, brother, and the shepherd would pay attention to that one as the parable says when Jesus spoke it. You don't agree with that? Not at all, because you completely misused that text. The parable is one of three parables that were told together, the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. The emphasis there is on the fact that the Pharisees did not celebrate when individuals came to faith in Christ. So you absolutely obliterated the meaning of that text. The other thing is this, the other thing is this, I don't believe that black people- Wait a minute, you said I obliterated, wait a minute doc, you said I obliterated the meaning of the text. So you get to finish, but I don't? Well, I I don't have unlimited time with you brother, and I can't let you just blow me all the time. You You made an accusation. And I, I, I you yes, made an accusation. You, one, you wouldn't let me get in. I'm saying you well, misused the text and you won't let me, your guest. Well, go ahead and tell me how I misused the text. After you finished. 
Go ahead and tell me, you gotta be quick though, brother. How did I misuse the text? You misused the text because you allegorized the text in order to pour your meaning into it when Jesus very clearly used that text in order to say something very specific. You don't get to change what he what meant by that. What was the specifics of the text? The specifics of the text were the rebuke the Pharisees because they were not celebrating when people came to faith in Christ. It didn't have anything to do with economic equity. The economic let equity- me give you my, Let me give you my understanding of the text. The talents makes it clear that Jesus was not about economic equity. Brother, if listen was, to me, brother. Take the but allow me, okay, I got you, I understand. You, you noted your rebuttal on the record. Taking the one talent. Got you, Doc, I got three minutes with you, brother. So here's my understanding of the text. The text not only was talking about those who are Pharisees, which will be the religious government structure of that time. But the text was also about the judgment that individuals had toward people or toward those who were coming into a new understanding of who God was and who God is to them. Because the Pharisees were judgmental to the believer. Because I don't have unlimited time, because I don't have unlimited time, let me ask you about the social movement Black Lives Matter again. Do you think the social movement of Black Lives Matter is a bad thing? Or do you yeah. think it's a good thing? No, I think it's I think it's a bad thing. I think Tell it's me dividing, why. Number one, I think it's dividing people. Let me go back to what you said but earlier. It, but people you are already divided, brother. Can I, can I, again, are, are, are we gonna be equitable since you're about equity? Can we be equitable in the way that we communicate with one another? I got, I got one so, minute, man, go ahead, go ahead, Doc. So what I'm saying is, by the way, I love this. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. What I'm saying is that if you go to those cities that you mentioned, yes, BLM got involved in Minneapolis and Atlanta, and the crime rate skyrocketed specifically because of the things that they got involved in. All right, that's you have not true. what's called this Ferguson effect. It's absolutely true. Anybody can go and look at this at the at the crime records Dr. before Vogue? BLM got involved and after. Okay, all right, I got to come to a close. My producer gives me now. the rap sign. But I do want you to remember that in places like Baltimore, where Black Lives Matter had a strong presence as well, crime has actually decreased by double digits, arrests have decreased by 39%, incarceration has decreased by 28%, murder and violent crimes has de- decreased by 12%. You can go and get those stats. Two university studies did that. That was based on a coordinated effort between Marilyn Mosby and a reimagined prosecutorial format, and they've been able to decrease crime. Now, you talk about the rising crime. Uh, Yes, some of these cities have seen a rise in crime. But you wanna blame Black Lives Matter for the rise in crime when you are ignoring the fact that police officers called in with the blue flu, that cops refused to respond to calls, that executives and law enforcement and executives as politicians well, why should that these cops are unwilling to actually police. Black Lives Matter wants to defund the police. So they, they got want exactly to reprioritize the budget. No, sir. Let me give they you want an idea. to defund let me give the you police. An idea to, let me give defund you an idea to consider. And they should defund it's it. It's a radical Marxist idea. That but think goes about, to the think heart about what you're saying. Okay, I got a wrap, but think about what you're saying. Places like Ithaca, New York, 51% of the 911 calls did not even require a cop, they required a social worker. So Ithaca, New York decided to respond to their community and start hiring mental health social workers to respond to 911 calls because that is what the community said we actually need. But before I let you go, brother, you go around the entire world, literally the whole planet, and you preach what you call to be truth. Do you tell the white evangelicals you preach to, they need to get rid of that picture of white Jesus? Uh, I tell them they need to get rid of pictures of Jesus, period, because well, it's a violation of the second commandment. I think Jesus a is okay. A picture of Jesus is a violation of the second commandment. 
So I, I, I don't want to see any pictures of Jesus because it's a violation of the second commandment. It's but a graven you image. Tell them to get rid of their it's white. A graven, it's a graven image. They need to get rid of it. They shouldn't be pictures of Jesus. Doc, I got to bring you back on uh, when we have more time. But I appreciate I you, man. It. I would You're love a good it. sport, brother. All right. Thank you, Thank sir. I appreciate your time. You.